get a wrong note there? Yeah, you gotta have to repeat yourself there, mate. G'day everyone and welcome to the FIFO Fam podcast. We've got Boyd and Kayla here and tonight we're going to talk about, uh, have a little chat about mental health and um, sort of our last couple of weeks and the push-up challenge that we just went through. Yeah. So how are your biceps and your tries feeling? Pretty good. Uh, definitely uh, before the challenge, I think I, I, you know, I could string together 10 push-ups, but um, now I'm doing 30, 30 in a time before stopping yep. and innings. Um, so he definitely has improved that. Um, I mean, it would have to improve mine in comparison to you because I did way more push-ups than you. Way more push-ups. So, yeah, basically for those that don't know the, um, the Push for Better push-up challenge, it's um, basically to raise um, awareness and money for uh, a whole heap of different mental health organisations such as Lifeline, Beyond Blue. The aim was to complete 3,318 push-ups in 25 days through June. Um, I thought it was 30 days. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I got kind of caught out when it was day 25 and they said it was last day. So I was a little bit shocked there that... We'd fallen short because we were cut down five days to what I thought we were in for. Yeah, so we added, yeah, 25 days to complete over 3,300 push-ups. Uh, I reached 2,408 and Kayla pantsed me. She got 2,600. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say it. I can't even admit defeat. <laughs> but, yeah, she flogged me um, by about 200 push-ups. So... Yeah, we dropped a bit short in the 25 days, but we've sort of made a pact with each other that we're going to um, complete this goal by the end of June, yeah. or June 30th. So, um, yeah, we've managed to um, raise $106 and it doesn't sound like a hell of a lot. And thanks massively to the people that have um, put their money towards such a great cause because um, that $100, that can... Um, that actually helps two people make that phone call that can yeah. but even get, just, get them the help they need or, um, yeah. Even just without the money, um, just making it more aware that, you know, everyone is free to discuss mental health and, and you know, where people that are happy to talk about it and talk to about it. Um, and then, you know, the more people that speak up, the more inviting and the less scary it is when you're going through it, um, you don't, you definitely don't feel as alone. So I just think, you know, yes, money is a big part of this. It helps people um, in that element. But, you know, if people are just talking about it and becoming more and more open, it's becoming less of a taboo. You shouldn't feel that way. Only ever speak about the good. Yeah, that's um, it. Yeah, if we're, we're talking about this and it's good and it's, it's needed, you know. It's been far too long of being this world where we don't talk about the bad. We only show each other the goods and the ma- the most amazing things. And then you go home and you're stuck and you're left with what doesn't look so amazing and it can become really overwhelming and you never know who you can talk to or if you should talk to because... Yep, that's it. it yeah, it's not discussed, whereas, yeah, it's well overdue and I am just, yeah, loving how how open people are now and how, you know, it's not a necessity to be, I'm good, I'm an amazing, I'm amazing all the time. Yeah. You're allowed to say, oh, I'm, you know, it's, I'm that, okay. Yeah, it's it's such an, such an Aussie thing, uh, obviously in other cultures as well, but, you know, you greet someone, you go, oh, how you going? Yeah, good mate, yourself, but it's... It's how you going has just become the new hello or hi because yeah how, you know how how's it going you're not going to say oh you know mate I've been struggling lately just in a ca- casual conversation like a greeting like, yeah so taking the time to actually pull someone aside if you even if you don't notice they're being off just general if you're concerned or just a conversation just a conversation that's starter not, yeah but just a conversation that's not all about my life is amazing you yeah. know. Life can be down and life can be a bit shitty. Um, and I've definitely 
made it a priority of mine not to just be like, yeah, I'm good, thanks, how are you? And then, like, not yeah. ever touch on how I'm actually feeling. I've, I've definitely made it more of a priority in the last couple of months of being like, oh, I'm okay, you know, this this kind of shitty thing happened and that's what I'm dealing with at the moment. Because it also helps people actually address you in the correct way, you know, because you could be going through something and they could take the piss out of you and then it just sends you deeper and darker down a hole yeah. because you're just like you have to laugh it off and but no one knows that you're already in that hole yeah and so by um actually just saying oh you know yeah this shitty thing happened and this is where i'm at um you don't have to go into detail but i just think that then people can be like oh i won't make that comment that you know might offend them i mean you shouldn't shouldn't do that anyway but and that comment could be the trigger for something like bigger as well um like obviously this was my circumstance this week, but in no way I wasn't affected by it. But just simple things like if someone takes, you notice someone's taking the week off work or mm-hmm. something and, you know, you give them shit, oh, you slacking off sort of thing, they could really actually be going through a hard time. Like obviously the reason I took work off this week, it was for family reasons and it wasn't as serious as like an urgent mental situation for myself. But just little things like that. If you have a sick week and one of your workmates just hits you up, you know, I, I, it, they probably mean it harmlessly, but just having a joke about, oh, you know, you've just been a slack ass having the week off, mm. it can, yeah, put, push you downhill a bit further. So, yeah, it makes you definitely not want to take mental health time, um, that sort of thing, to know that you're going to have to, you know, face those comments and stuff. And, you know, I've seen you in the past be like, no, I've got to, like, you know, I just got to push through this week because, you know, I don't want to address those those sorts of comments and yeah. stuff like that um, when it is more personal. And, um, you know, I'm sure so many people are alike and they just keep on going to things, going to work, going to events because they don't actually want to be faced with that in-your-face straight you know i don't know that raging like tell me everything kind of thing when they're clearly not ready to say anything yeah um and then you know i've also witnessed then you know people explode like something gets said to them minor and then they just explode and erupt with all this information and everyone's like holy shit like oh my goodness like i did not know yeah that's how you felt and then nothing's even it doesn't even have a good benefit when it blows up like that. I mean, apart from the fact that maybe people might have a better understanding, but so often when it's like that, it's like, a, oh, they're just having a really bad day. We'll, we'll, you know, let them be. And then it goes back to normal, but it doesn't go back to normal for that person that's going through that no, stuff. That's it. And we've, I've talked about it in a previous episode, but I find that that's how that mental burnout works. It's just, something just slowly keeps chipping away at you and it's just one thing that can it seems so minor to everyone else and it it makes you seem crazy because someone's like how can you get this fired up over this tiny thing but it's not that tiny thing it's a build-up of things in the past that you haven't addressed or that you haven't resolved within yourself and this one trigger can just set it up as minor as it can be so talking about crazy we literally had an argument this week that was something you know Fairly minor, and I literally said to you in our discussion. <laughs> um, Not, we don't have arguments, we have discussions. <laughs> that, you know, I was so angry that you were making me feel like this insane, crazy person um, because I felt like I was pushed to that that limit and I, you know, I was so over it and then, you know, the comments coming out of your mouth were so, they weren't bad, but they just had zero understanding. And then I was just like, oh my God, I I was just exploding. And literally I I had to say, I'm so angry that you've pushed me to the point where I'm, I sound like a crazy person. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Before we get into that. So obviously one of the main reasons I started up or we started up this podcast was um, to promote mental health awareness and um, help people in need. So 
I reckon we've only done maybe one, one and a half episodes on it so far. So um, we came up with the decision to do a little episode together on it, mental health tonight. So yeah, that argument the other night that Kayla was talking about, I can't even remember what the trigger was. You can't? No. Well, that's so lovely of well, you. That's what it is. It, it was so. It was, it was not minor. It's happened multiple times. Multiple times. Yeah, but it's when you when you were saying, "Oh, it was making you sound crazy because you're saying all this stuff that seems like nothing." It's because that can happen because you can keep it in your own head, like all these little things, and it's just slowly chipping away in your ho- own head and. They're so minor that you don't bother to tell me, but it's still building up on your mental load. Yes and no. See, I used to 100%. Yeah. Like, you know, go back a couple of years, I would 100% agree with that comment. I would just let it fester and I'd just keep on keeping on and then all of a sudden something would push me over the edge and I'd just snap. But I, I 100% disagree with you now. We have such a high communication, but the issue is it goes in one ear and out the fucking other. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like and that comes down to, I was actually thinking about that literally half an hour ago, ago before we started recording. It comes down to distractions. So whether generally if it's the kids and you're trying to tell me something, I'll just say, stop. I'm just trying to focus on the kids at the moment and that's fine. But a lot of the time I'm on my phone and you're trying to tell me something and I'm just like, yep, yep, yep. So Mm -hmm. you think that I've understood what you've said and I've taken it in, but I haven't. Or there's something on TV that I'm sitting there watching But then where's the fault here? Because you're saying, you know, know, in, in the past I haven't communicated this, but I am communicating it now. But even when I communicate it, you don't listen. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It's something I need to fix is it's it's screen time and it's distractions. Yeah, because if I don't tell you in that moment, then you also get quite, you know, annoyed because you're like, what? That was a week ago. And I'm like, well, you weren't paying attention a week ago. So I'm telling you again now. Yeah. And I feel like I'm just in this constant rotation of tell you, tell you, tell you, tell you, explode. Yeah. And this is why we have these, like, while we're doing these podcasts, we take this time every week to do because we turn all screens off, phones on silent most of the time anyway, (laughs) and we actually just take in what each other are saying. I definitely find like it is good, but I also just, I don't know what it is, um, whether it's a male mentality, sorry to be male versus female, or whether it is a, I feel like maybe it's more of a, a job role situation where when it's not a usual job role for you you just kind of don't you're very blasé and you don't take any you know any notes on it and like I tell you to do something this way and then literally the next day it's it's done again that same way and like you know by saying this I'm not saying I'm sitting here with a wooden spoon going, do it this way, do it this way. Yeah, yeah. We're both working. We're both doing stuff. And I'm t- I'm saying, oh, I do it this way. It's easier. Or I do it this way. That's what the only way that works. Yeah, you know? because you're um, here You're here all the time and, yeah. and you're doing these jobs every day. So you've done your trial and error. Yeah. You know what works and what doesn't. But then like even – so we have a recycling tub under our sink. And for some reason, I don't know why, Boyd puts bottles – outside of the bucket and he like lines them up and then Teddy comes and opens the cupboard and pulls out the bottles and stuff. And I have said so many times out of curiosity, I've asked you this multiple times, but what is, what is the, you know, thought process on putting bottles and stuff outside? Cause you do it with the milk cartons too. And they all pile up outside of the designated recycling yeah. spot. I don't know what my logic is behind that, but. There is no, there has been so anyway, many times. This episode isn't on housework. It's on, we're doing this on mental health. You can Literally, give me a grilling after this if you want. The recycling box will be empty and then there'll be bottles and the milk carton outside of it. And it just doesn't make fucking sense to me. So, yeah. Okay. So, you don't want to talk about recycling anymore. I don't think anyone wants to hear about recycling anymore. <laughs> I'm sure there are plenty of wives that are sitting here going, 
You are so stupid. Probably your husband sitting here um, going, shut <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, so ultimately um, our dispute, which set me, you know, if we're going to go with the are you okay, how are you going right now, we did a bit of a poll on our Instagram um, and it was really 50-50 to I'm great. I'm yeah, doing really so, well, and fifty-fifty yeah. to I, I'm, I've been better. Yeah, and I would have to say that probably Boyd and I both sit on the I've been better mm. um, part of it for the last probably week. We've kind of just been going through the days. Yeah, yeah. It, it's we just haven't been ourselves, and I don't know what it is because. I've had a bit of time at home and maybe it's just been stuck in the same box together that we're not used to on our usual routine and we've had shitty weather so we've been stuck inside with the kids so we've just tried to do a a few little things to get us out of the house and get a bit of fresh air in and not be so confined all in together but it's just a lot of other things as well. Me being stuck at home, like Kayla was saying, doing doing jobs or or not doing jobs, just walking past random things on the floor Mm. Um, and her constantly getting frustrated at that. You do a really good job of stepping over toys. Yeah, yep. But I don't worry, we've had plenty of discussions Mm -hmm. this week. Um, But, yeah, I don't know what it is. There was a lot of stress going on um, with the funeral and all that and making travel arrangements and stuck in a little studio unit with the two kids, four of us crammed into the one room trying to sleep. Anyone who has... A one-year-old or a child who's cut molars will know exactly the pain that we felt all confined in one bedroom trying to get everyone to sleep, Um, and he's cutting all four at once. So um, that was our week. So it was very high stress. Um, It was a lot of- um, Emotional. It was an ongoing, like there was no stopping because there was never a clarification of- what we were doing 100% the next day yeah. for, for over a week. And, you know, some people live like that very well. I personally do not. I really struggle with, a you know, a unknown situation on a, you know, I, I struggle with it for one day, let alone, you know, a week and a half of going, I don't know what's happening. I don't know when we're leaving. Yeah. I don't know where we're staying. I don't know what's happening tomorrow. Um and then waiting on other people to make decisions and stuff. And I really, I really struggle with that. Yeah, you're a very scheduled planning person. Yeah, yeah. and and it's so draining. I just, I just find it so draining. Um, but I just wanted to touch on the fact that you said you don't know what it's been the last week. And you said that whether it's been that we've been cooped up for three weeks. We've done that plenty of times. Yeah. I don't think it's the fact of that. I think it's the fact that. One, it was an unplanned three weeks. We normally cram so much into our time off if we have it because it's three weeks. I don't like doing nothing and accomplishing, you know, nothing major. We normally do, you know, a holiday or two. We've done two holidays in three weeks before like, and stuff like that. So I think it's a dilemma of we're losing time off. Yeah. um, And... Then it's that constant mental, I guess, just drain of never knowing where you stand. I was constantly shuffling work shifts. Um, once you decided that you couldn't go back to work, that was fine. But even like while we were in limbo, that's another one that was huge and just a constant in your brain going, trying to figure out how the week is going to work yeah. in all circumstances and as Boyd said, I'm a very planned person. So I, in my brain, I have a very active, um, what's it called? <laughs> internal dialogue. I have a very active internal dialogue. Yeah, um, we'll go with that. And so You guys know what we're talking about. And so I will go through every single, like, issue with each plan that we have, that yeah. we've thought of. And so for me when we have a million different plans and then we don't pick one, it's so draining. I'm just a constant, I'm just on all the time. And that's something that I really struggle with. And that's why I like to be very planned. Yeah. And one of the, one of the, that's one of the big differences between us two is I like to just go with the flow 
Like, don't get me wrong, I like knowing what's going on, but I like going with the flow. So a lot of the times, if something comes up, I'd always just check with Carol. I'm like, oh, dude, would you prefer to do this or this? And mm-hmm. a lot of the times you've snapped at me and you've you've gone, oh, I'll just make a decision. Like, just, just pick. Just, just pick, make a decision. Yeah. And then I get pissy because you're like, yeah, but if I do that without saying something to you, you go, oh, well, we've got this this day or we've got this this day or yeah, just the last couple of weeks I've just picked up on just making snap decisions and mm. you just have to deal with it. Well, I'd rather just make decisions and then with the decisions I can automatically go, no, that's not going to work or yes. Mm. Whereas if it's a, a you know, multiple choice kind of thing, I'm sitting in my head going, this works for this reason, this works for this reason, this doesn't work for this reason, and it's a never-ending thing inside my own head, and that is really, really tiring when that goes on for a multiple period of time. And especially, like I said, unfortunately, being something that associated with your family more than my family, it's something that I struggle with more because there's less communication um, and... I don't know, I guess there's less decision making. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just we just get by on meet here, meet meet at this time, mm. we're doing this and we're all good. Whereas, I also have two children. Yeah. I have a two year old and a one year old who I'm also very aware of what works for them and what doesn't work for them. And yeah. unfortunately some kids are very go with the flow. You can push them to do everything under the sun. Mm. Teddy is a little bit more like that. Teddy, you can, as long as you can get him to have a little bit of sleep, yep. he's very go with the flow. Scarlet is not. Scarlet is a very determined person. Who, Unless we can find puddles and tractors and then she's in her element. But even that, if you don't want her to go on them, yep. it's impossible. And she has a squeal that will fucking Smash put windows. you in a grave, honestly. it. <laughs> Sorry, that was bad humour. Um <laughs> It's honestly, it's intense. It's shrill. It's intense. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm just not willing to deal with that and that's where my brain goes with it yeah. as well. Um, so, yeah, I think after this, these few weeks, it's just been very claustrophobic, high stress, high emotions. There's been so many changes. Lack of so sleep, just a lot of things all balled into one and, yeah, we just really haven't enjoyed this time off as much as we could have. Um, I think the other thing was we had an argument, a pretty big argument right yeah. at the start. Yeah. Yeah, and there's just, I don't know, since since then there hasn't really been a hell of a lot of affection either like no. it, towards each other. And we've found that every argument we've – or discussion, sorry. <laughs> we're just taking as a snap from each other mm. as well, even though it's not. Yeah. I think, you know, on that, if we're going to really, you know, ask how we're going, I definitely find... Yeah, how, how are you going? How are you? How am I? You know, like, like we said, I've, I've been better. Um, I really feel like, you know, we were pretty, pretty dismal there for a little while. Uh, we were just really just getting through. And, you know, why, by saying that, I don't mean, you know, we were pulling out the divorce papers or <laughs> selling the house and stuff like that, not even remotely. Um, but I guess, I don't know, it's really weird to put it. We'd had a very big argument and ultimately the result was that I felt very unappreciated and very unthought of and that was the biggest thing for me yeah. was that I felt like you just didn't think of me and you put, you even said to me, you know, you want to please people and you put everyone else first and I come off last. And, you know, when I'm someone who does what I feel like is a lot for our family and for you and how, I, you know, it's no lie that I put you ahead of myself in most cases, um, you know, that really cuts deep when I, you know, I felt that way and then you even said it, you even admitted that, you know, you do that and it wasn't in a way that you meant any harm. You literally were like, I, I do this and, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm coming to realise that unfortunately because I'm the one home with you, I'm the one that's always going to be there, you know, you can put me last and it, it really, really sucks 
and it doesn't feel very good when I change my entire life yeah. for you. And, you know, um, especially by having children, I have put so much of myself aside and yeah, you've made a hell of a lot of sacrifices. Like, well, there's just so much just, that I miss out on, yeah, even even in terms of exactly. work. Like, my biggest thing right now is that you know I go to work when I can, but for me to really succeed and go further, we can't afford it because childcare is too expensive. Yeah. by putting two children in. Yep, something needs to change there. That's that's a joke. Yeah. So if I put both. At this t- at this point, I Ted has never been to childcare, and that is the only way we can afford for me to go back to work. Yeah, and, is for and Ted pro- not to attend. Make progression on your career because um, at the moment it's near on impossible. Yeah. So, um, and I know like there are there are other options in ter- but I mean for us there's not like this is this is our option. Yeah. And so that sort of thing, and then you know friendships and. And then this week, everything kind of after that real, I guess, eruption, I just saw everything. And, you know, I'd go and pick something up and be like, you just walked down the hallway. You could have done this. I'd go and get the vacuum. And I'd be like, you just vacuumed, but you missed this. Or like, um, It's just made you more aware of the little things that I don't realize. And and like the things that I would just normally do, it was so aggressive in my head that I was just like, I just felt really neglected. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, that night you even, you came to me and you were like, okay, you know, oh, no, I said, I was like, I'm going to have a shower, wash my hair, and then I'm going to watch my show in yeah. bed and you can start hearing game. Something in that didn't click for you and you came. Oh, it's a trap. No, it's no, a- no, no, it wasn't a trap at all. It yeah. was a. Most, like, a a lot of people in relationships would see that as a trap. Yes. It's like you just go to your, it's it's like when you go, oh, I'm just going down to the down with the pub, um, yeah, with the boys to the pub, and it's okay, have fun, don't don't have fun, <laughs> <laughs> no, don't I, have a good time. Okay, so I do agree that yeah, in some like yes, I'm not disagreeing with that. I just wanted but, to make sure, like, sure you're all right, like, oh yeah. But in this case, you came up and I just started to put my show on, and you were like, okay, you know. Here, I'll, I'll give you a back rub and stuff. And I was like, no, like, this isn't what I want. I want some time for me to switch off. I'd had yeah. a really long day with Ted. He was an absolute mess and you weren't home. Yeah. And you chose not to be home and you chose to come home late. Yeah. And, you know, then I also, once you did get home at, like, witching hour, I scrubbed both the showers and the bathrooms because they needed to be done that day. Yeah. But because you came home late, I'd lost my time. And because Teddy was so miserable, I had no time to do it. Yeah. And so, yeah, I literally wanted to go to bed and have an hour to myself. Yeah. And you came in and you were like, no, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to give you a massage. And it kind of felt like to me, it just felt like, I'll give you this massage. This will make up for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can this see will, where that comes this from. This will yeah. clear up all of our worries, you know, and it we'll de- wake up tomorrow and we'll be fine. Yeah, it, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't coming from that place. But, like, I just see it as a step sort of in the right direction. Like, it's like, all right, he's, he's making an effort sort of thing. Like, I know, and I totally see that. Whereas in the moment you were probably just like, just I do see that, but yeah. in that moment, and I remember saying to you, no, this is me getting some me time because yeah. my day has literally been a one-year-old screaming in my mm. face. I And also, I really didn't want, I'm sorry, but I didn't want you near me yeah. at that point. And I really, I just felt this anger towards the fact that it felt like, oh, you'll give me a massage and you'll think everything is fine. Mm. And... As much as I really did want that massage. But, yeah, like, and then everything, yeah, everything throughout the week just felt so draining. Every yep. job that I did, I was like, I do all of this. I do this. And I get zero help and I get zero appreciation and I'm put last. And it was just this really, really bad feeling. Yeah. And then we obviously had whole thing for your family and i was just like you know as i put everything aside yeah in those yeah in those situations you 
yeah, you kind of have to. Like, it's, yeah. it's not, yeah. But then, you know, I put everything aside of how I was feeling and it's just one of those things that you go, how often and how much do you have to put how you're feeling aside for other people? Yeah. Um, and I guess especially because our conversation was literally like, yeah, I put other people in front of you. Um, and it just felt like, you know, another another thing just to drag me down. And then we, well, we chose to have a date night. Yeah. And I yep. really felt, you know, we didn't sit there and go, we didn't have this discussion. We're having this discussion now. Yeah. We didn't talk about this on the date night. We talked about things that inspire us and things that we want to do things that together. We ha- things that we ha- didn't have the chance to talk about all week because we were busy with the kids or busy yeah. with family stuff. And um, it, we made the decision maybe, what, the day before and we are just like- No, it was the day oh, of. Oh, the day of. We're just like, let's just go out for dinner. We'll get Kayla's mum to look after the kids and if she sorry, can. sorry, just and- to correct, like here, not to correct, but just to specify, since Scarlett was born, we have had one- kid-free date night, and that was our anniversary a couple months ago. Yep. Scarlett is three in a week and a half, so we've yep. had one other date night in three years. This is – A second date. Yeah. <laughs> so this is strange for us to just, you know, be like, we need this. And um, it was kind of a mutual decision. We could definitely could have not done it. Yeah. But we both kind of went, yeah, we, we should do I'm glad this. glad we did. It was it was so nice just to get out and not have to worry about if the kids are going to be up or when the kids are going to wake up. Like, yeah, we could have stayed home and done our usual thing, have a wine on the couch and watch one of our docos or a movie or something. But mm. it was just so nice to do something a bit different, get out of the house, have a couple of wines and a meal that we didn't have to cook. Yeah, and it was just- That wasn't rice and broccoli and- <laughs> Just your lovely camp food. Um, yeah, it was it was really nice. And I think just sitting solely in front of, I don't know, I guess your person and just no interruptions is a huge thing. Yeah. And so while I say that was great, I feel like then the next day we took two steps backwards again because um, ultimately I had to sacrifice Again, yeah. and I... Ha- footy days. Yeah. Yeah, always. Well, no, no, no. So, footy days, that's fine. Like, that's normal. I'm used to that. Um, but then the weather turned really shit and Boyd took on an extra role at the club. And that's all good and well. But Scarlett was so overtired from the night before. Yeah. And we physically couldn't push her out. So, Boyd literally said, you know, I can take you home and then I'll come back. And that was where our night went. I Instead of me having a drink or two with my girlfriends and us both parenting at the football, mm. I took the kids to the football, I parented the kids while Boyd played football, and then I went home and then Boyd went back to the football by himself kid-free. And, you know, he it, it seems like nothing, but when you're already in a headspace of always sacrificing, always being the one that – has the negative put into their life. And, you know, while I say negative, I don't mean negative to our children. I, I love my children. But Boyd gets to be kid-free very often. Yeah. Very often. And most of the time the person that goes home or the person who has the two children is me. Yeah, or, yeah, is the mother in, in, ge- well, in general. No, no, I, I don't think we can make that claim. Maybe. Maybe yeah, we can, in general, but, but what I can say, what I can say is in our relationship, it's me. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yep. And so it just was like, our, you know, we didn't even talk on the drive home because it was just this split second. My day went from, oh, yes, Boyd's finished football. Now we're, you know, parenting together at the footy. Scarlett might go run in some puddles and play yep. with some people and we both get to have a drink and watch the kids and watch the last game of football. And it went from being that to dual, like dual parenting to, oh, no, you've parented all day, but now I'm going to drop you home where and you can parent while I go back to the football club. Do witching hour, do dinner, do baths. And I felt, I felt so guilty. I'm like... 
literally as soon as I walked out of the change rooms, it just started bucketing down. And then, like Kayla said, Scarlett was in, in a mood. She was overtired and everything just added up. And I mentioned it to Kayla and you were just you were just sort of so submissive with it. You were just like, actually, yeah, I didn't even think of that. And Well, the thing, the fact of it was, was to parent two tired children by myself. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. When it gets dark and I don't know when you're finishing, like yeah. those sort of things, they don't have a finish time. And I like, you know, normally we just play it out after you get back from football and go, you know what, we're going to stay for, you know, yeah. three hours or we're going to stay for an hour. But if you're off doing something else, then we don't have that choice. We had no. to make the decision. Yeah. And then... Anyways, I wasn't gone out for too long. It was actually shorter than I expected and I got home at a reasonable hour and I, I still expected Kayla to lock all the doors and be a bit upset, but no, we're actually pretty good. It, chilled it, out chilled out on the couch and It wasn't about the fact of what like what was happening. It was just another time that added yeah, you no, know. Another yeah, another little event you can add to the list that you've had to make those sacrifices when yeah. I just to get to go kid free, yeah, and yeah, I was doing a job, but it's, you were it's also still drinking kid-free. beer with some of your best mates. Yeah, exactly. Like, While whipping up some chips and nuggets, it's not that hard to do, but still has to be done. Someone's got to do it. But, but you, like you were saying, you don't you don't have those kids that you have to look after, and I think yeah. that's a much harder job in itself. Than- and it's one of those things that when you're already in, a, you know, a bit of a negative headspace. Um, those are the things that you just go, you know, I spent all day here for you, mm. parenting your two kids, and now I'm sidelined again. Like yep. I'm literally sent home to have the kids by myself. And yep. it's just it's just a kick in the teeth. And it's nothing to do with the job or, or you know, like it's nothing to do with any specific time. Yeah. It's just one of those things where I put myself last as I'm sure so many mums yeah. would say. Yep. Um, I don't get to play sport because predominantly because of FIFO, um, it's too hard for me yeah. to dedicate. I can't dedicate a day every week. That's not that's not possible. Yep. And I can't dedicate a day every second week because when you home I generally work more so I prioritize getting more work than doing something fun um and so that's something and also I guess there's also the fact that you play football somewhere that you've played for years and you get to go back and have that you already have that rapport um so for me it would be it would be starting fresh um rapport as a mediocre (laughs) reserves player (laughs) Well, you have the friendships. You have yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the knowledge. Um, the relationships with the people there, like the blokes there. Yeah. yeah. And that's something that, unfortunately, you know, I don't get. And even, you know, with Scarlet, with just Scarlet, I would go for runs and that would be easy. That would be yeah. fine. But now with the two of them, you know, I don't really have that option. I love my workouts. I do home workouts and I love that. But in terms of actually socialising and getting something fun to do for myself, you're the only person in this family that does that. Yeah. Yeah. And I know how hard that must be and I know how hard it is because you've addressed it so many times before and it's one of those things where one of us is going to have to make that sacrifice and we've had this discussion at the start of the year with football saying I'll give it a crack this year and see how it plays out. Like we were saying, I think it was last night, we were just saying there's so many things that are stacking up with both of our work, the kids, football, this podcast. Things are adding up that are just minimizing our spare time to do Mm. other things. But like I said to you, like you've addressed, especially in the last two weeks, a couple times, I'll just like, you know, I won't play football again. Like it's fine. And for me, it's not about the fact that you play football. We like we looked into that. Um, idea a lot and you know we've said no as a team before to say no we can't do it this year there's too much going on um so it's not football itself it goes back to the fact that like you literally 
can admit to me that you put me last in terms of other people because you like to please other people and um I don't no I, I, I didn't say that at all well I mean this was in terms of your family um so yes I, I, I no I, I put everyone I, I try to put everyone on an equal level and this sounds this even sounds shit as it is but I'm I'm a people pleaser I get higher I get pretty high anxiety of people going oh why are they putting that person ahead of me and so i try to find the middle ground and please everyone on a exact level and obviously with you you should be first every time or mm. second behind the kids obviously but yeah. it's um yeah you you should you should be put first in every other single way because this is my family like you yeah. are my family and um i think sometimes I just need a reminder, and this was a big reminder. <laughs> um, yeah, sometimes I just need a reminder of that, you know, um, we read this post earlier that's so relevant to us, but, like, marriage marriage isn't easy, and it shouldn't be easy. It, it should be something that you fight for because if you don't fight for it and have these discussions and go through these shitter times together and work through it, then... They, it, it doesn't hold as much value. And I think we've been through a lot of shit and mm. a lot of rough times and that's why it may not seem like it at times, but I place so much value on this relationship and our marriage and our life with our kids. So, And that's great to hear. I just wish you would like – Yeah, of course. That's what I mean. It and, sh- and show it in like the things that you do. I'm not 100% because I can't – remember love languages but you know i'm very much i'm a very affectionate person i'm very touchy-feely um you know love a good spank on the bum when i walk past you and stuff <laughs> bit of a grope here and there <laughs> <laughs> um permission, obviously so that's um that's my behavior i i express um my love and you know my appreciation in in that sort of thing um and i don't really know i know i'm not really sure how you express it back to me and you know after being together for that long that's not a real great thing to feel like i don't know how you express yeah your appreciation of me and like you're saying it's all good and well saying what i said before but i think on the other hand I think um, myself, myself for one, you get you get comfortable as soon as that rings on your finger. Well, after the honeymoon period and everything, you do. You, you, you find comfort and, and you think, oh, you know, we're, we're married now. Like, what what's going to happen? So, slowly and slowly, you, you start to put less effort in because you go, oh, well, she hasn't cracked the shits at me yet. We're still together. So, mm. I'm doing enough. Yeah. But you're not you have to you have to keep pushing you have to keep fighting and keeping the relationship and keeping it interesting like i definitely think like something for me is that you know i used to do a lot of this stuff anyway um you know i took care of the house i took care of a lot all the bills um i did all the grocery shopping pre kids i did all of that but then when you add two children to that exact same life there's just not enough hours if you actually equated the jobs that i do in a day it i don't even know how how it happens sometimes um if women got paid for being or you know yeah i'll just say if women got paid for being a mother and paid for the hours they do we'd be fucking rolling in cash well i think it's something like um women contribute 65 percent or something like that of the workload and it's unpaid. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it just goes to show that And that's yeah. world like that's worldwide. It's not it's just It's not just at home. That's yeah. 65% of the workload worldwide. And obviously if you actually know the so stats. So don't take it out on me then. It's not just me underappreciating <laughs> you. It's the whole world. If you actually know the stats, I'd love to know them. I could probably just google them. Um but you know Unpaid women's work is a huge, huge job. Makes up for the majority of the workload done throughout the world. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that should be at least appreciated at home. Yeah. Because 
if the fucking rest of the world's not going to appreciate it, the fact that, you know, women and mothers predominantly, I can't say all, a lot of people can go back to work and pay for sitters and all of that sort of shit. We can't. Um, or I can't. I, my job role does, does not pay that well. Um, but, you know, it should be appreciated at home at the very least. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I guess, yeah, we won't. I think that's probably, you know, enough of. Um, so, so uh, yeah, we've probably gone off like on a massive tangent on this. But so mentally you're doing all right, but, you know, you, you have been better, especially after these. Yeah, like I think I think um, a date night definitely helped. So you know, I think by just going, you know what, mommy's free, let's ask, let's let's do this. That was definitely beneficial. Um, And I think honestly, just sitting here and telling you all of these feelings in a time where we're not in an argument, we're not having a heated discussion, and there's nothing else distracting. Kids are in bed. There's no TV. I'm literally just telling you all of my feelings. All the rest of the stuff is gone. So, like, the rest of the build-up of the weeks before, we've done all our jobs. We've ticked everything off. And there's nothing else to think about. Um, And so just to sit here and talk is, um, yeah, good. And obviously me going back to work, back onto the regular schedule, you can get it back into your routine and hopefully start getting back into, you know, your workouts and mm. well we have been doing it we've been flat out doing push ups, so Yeah, we haven't really done workouts, we've just been doing push ups. So I can't wait to get back into weights. Yeah. Yeah. Um, get those gains. <laughs> but I guess I've just talked a whole lot about how much I fucking hate you. <laughs> um so <laughs> I should probably ask the question back. And how are you? Yeah, probably probably in the same boat. Like right right now I'm doing all right, I guess. In the past I've struggled obviously, but yeah, like yeah, I've I've been better. Obviously these this whole saga obviously started with um yeah, Pop having an incident and um unfortunately passing away. So that was um very hard news to initially cope with. Um it all happened pretty quickly. And it was just high stress and um, I guess a lot of the arguments throughout the week didn't help that. And, um, yeah, I've found myself actually really stressed out these last couple of weeks. And because we had some of these <laughs> discussions, I guess um, it it felt like you weren't there as much for me. Mm. I know that, that sounds bad and, I yeah, but it did. It did. I feel that it did take away from that, but you always you did draw yourself back a couple of times, and which which isn't fair on you either because you were feeling so underappreciated at these certain times that you I I could see it in you. You had to push your own feelings aside, and you had to be there for me, mm. which you did. Um, but yeah, it's been a rough couple of weeks, and yeah, it's I don't know. I'm doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we've probably assessed the argument enough, so. Yeah, well, I, I guess, yeah. I'd like, I don't know, this, it sounds like a cop-out and it, it sounds like, like, holy shit, he's actually doing all right. He's not talking much. But I think um, we both we both discussed what we were sort of both going through. Yeah. Um, with what you did. And, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I get fairly get fairly stressed and anxious in that I find myself swearing a lot more in conversations recently. Um, yeah. Drinking, drinking a lot more. Um, we'll get onto something about that in a couple minutes, mm. but yeah, just, just drinking a lot, a lot more. It's not good for my health. Um, I even said to Kayla today, she would ask me something and I, it took about three goes to get, like a sentence out, like I, I, I just, I'm just jumbling up my words, and I don't know what that is. I think it's, it could just be something like I'm just killing my brain cells with some really awesome red wine. But I think it's probably high stress and sleep deprivation, yeah. and unfortunately, you know, while you are used to that with work to a degree, you're not used to waking up multiple times without, you know, that week of you get a week 
of sleeping at work. And, like, I know you're on a shitty single bed, all yeah, the yeah. factors, but you you don't have a, a kid that wakes you up. And, and it's planned. You, you go to bed early because you know you've got to be up early. And- yeah. Whereas you've been home for three weeks. Yeah. And you've had three weeks straight of kids waking you up through the night. Yeah, kids waking you up, doing your own washing, doing your own cooking, <laughs> shopping. Yeah, all, all, all the sorts where you usually get looked after sorry, at camp. Sorry, you do your own washing? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <They're> just, <laughs> you, you found a way to squeeze them in this episode. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I don't know because it, it, it all comes down to tolerance. Like me comparing how I'm feeling now to how I have felt in the past, yeah, I'm, I'm doing okay. But mm. someone that's, you know, had a relatively – you know, e- easy sort of adult years and that, they they might, if if I could just inject how I'm feeling to them, they might just go, holy fuck, this is shit. You like, never know. I think how do you feel like this all the time? I think that's the big thing about, you know, mental health and um and feelings and, and even pain management. You literally can never know how someone else is and you can never, you could look at someone and say, you know, oh, you know, I broke my leg, but it didn't hurt that much. Yeah. But that person's screaming in agony. You just cannot distinguish the difference between it. You never yeah. know what is happening in that other person. Yeah. You cannot tell them that they shouldn't feel pain because you had that and you didn't feel as much pain. I guess, yeah, any sort of pain, physical or mentally or emotionally, everyone has different tolerances to it. Yeah. And, yeah, it's... It's just how you cope with it and how you find um, helps you in any regard. Um, you just got to do those things to help you push along. Yeah. Get you through the, to the next day. Yeah. And I think even like comparing yourself and, and, you know, speculating as to whether someone else would think that your pain, like your where your head's at is messed up or not messed up, even doing that, that's just like – I don't want to say stupid to think of, but no, you, you, I, I just, overthink you shouldn't be thinking of that because no, but no, I do, but no one else will ever be inside your brain. That, no one else will ever know. Yeah, I know, but that's that's the thing. I, I don't want to make you sound ignorant, but that's the thing about mental illnesses is that- That's um, really like rude. You- <laughs> You're saying that you've had mental health issues and that no, apparently I'm, I'm, I haven't and that I'm ignorant. No, I, no, I'm not saying that. It's- um, fuck, I forgot what I was talking about. See, this is what this is what happens to me now these days. <laughs> no, like you saying, oh, you shouldn't, like you shouldn't think that because this is happening and people people don't think about what's going on in your head. To me, that's like saying to someone with depression, oh, don't like just don't be sad. No, like, I completely, I completely like, warrant you, you, that. You know what I, I mean? I get yeah. that. Yeah, it's not. That's not exactly what I meant by it. Yeah, by me saying that. I mean, that's something that you should be trying to think about. To think to, about, and I do to yeah. help yourself and be like, you know, no one else will ever get in my brain. Yeah. So I, you know, I can't ever. I don't. Yeah, I don't mean you shouldn't be doing that, dum dum. Yeah. Dumb. yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, no dummy. Try to process it in a different manner so that when it does happen, you, like you, you just go, oh, yeah. that's just that's. A negative thought, change that thought process to something else. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I know you weren't trying to come off as that, but yeah, it, it did come across yeah, that okay, way. Yeah, okay. That yeah. makes sense. But yeah, that's definitely not at all what I meant. Like, yeah. I didn't, yeah. Yeah. I know the comment that you're edging towards there that is horrible to say to anyone with mental health. So, no, I definitely didn't mean just switch it off. Don't feel that way. Yeah. So, in summary, really, to. Sum up this whole episode. We're in a bit of a shambles, but um, you're doing all right. I'm doing all right. Yeah. Talking. Well, I guess this leads into how we how we manage and how we help our own mental health and our thoughts and our processes yeah. and stuff. So I guess you know a big one for me is um, taking a minute for myself, and that could be. A shambled shower with one of the children, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect for me. Um, 
it means that, you know, I wash my hair the day that I wanted to wash my hair. And it's all the little things. And, you know, maybe I do an extra face mask or I watch the show that I wanted to watch. Um, I get the kids in bed at the right time and get, you know, enough hours of switch off time before then getting enough hours of bedtime. So it's all very minor things for me. Um, yeah, because like when I'm home where we've never done the whole, like we've never been the type to go, oh, I'm just going to go to bed to watch my own thing. You can stay out here and watch <laughs> your own thing or listen to music or play a game or whatever. We've always just done things together because mm. we've always watched the same shows and that. And it was as like as much as it sort of made sense and we were in a bit of a biff the other night and that's like the first time we've honestly done it. Yeah, we don't in really our do relationship. That. No. But maybe that's something we actually need to do is just maybe one night a break we need to maybe just make that time for ourselves. But it's so hard. Like it's fine to do when you've got so much extra time. But when you consider that some of your weeks we only have six nights. And, and, then, and then you cut out. One's football training and one's football night. So that's two gone. Yeah. Yep. And then whether we record once or twice during the week, that's yeah. that's another two nights that we've got, like, we're spending together. And so then where's your, you know, just downtime just watching our, our shows, you know, doing what we want to do. So you run really short of yeah. me time opportunities unless you – cut us time out yeah. but then if you cut us time out you then go back to work mm. and it's like well fuck i barely saw you yeah 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 i know but yeah i guess getting back into routine is definitely going to mm. help things um both both mentally you know and physically with both our workouts and stuff that we're gonna workouts i also can't into. wait to get this house sit back in order the house is always trashed when you're home yeah i know yep just becomes a circus there's always more washing, obviously, yep. more dishes, and you just like to leave things on bench tops, which is so much fun. Yeah, if if I do pick stuff up on the floor, it just ends up in another inconvenient <laughs> location. But hey, at least I'm cleaning it off on the floor. He doesn't even put it in a room and shut the door. He puts it like in the prime spot. So, <laughs> is there anything else, sort of, you do to? Um, oh, I mean, my workouts, I, I feel very yep. lost when I don't get to do some of them because, I, you know, I've lost going for runs, um, especially winter, but two kids. Yeah. Um, what about talking to people? Do you, if you're struggling, if you're having a bad day, do you find yourself talking to family and friends or do you brush it under the carpet a bit? I probably talk to friends more than I talk to family. Yep. Sorry for family that's listening. I've got a couple of friends that I just feel are easier to speak to or even at work, you know, you have those work people that you just talk to. Just a non-judgmental third party sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so I often find that I'll talk to people at work and oh, I have, yeah, I do have a couple of very good girlfriends that um, are mums, mums of two, yeah. and they're just easy because, you know, I don't know, they're just easy to chat they're to. They're going through the same shit and there's just no no strings attached, no judgment. It's yeah. just this is happening. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, that's probably what, yeah. Yeah. Do, do you find talking to people helps you personally? Um, It probably stops things from like from like me from hoarding things. Just bottling it up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then also, you know, like I said, I have a very, very loud internal dialogue um, so I talk to myself a lot. And so by actually just saying it and voicing it, I stop going. Sorry, I just remember you were just, last night you were just talking, like you were half awake, half asleep, but you were just saying this rant. I'm, I'm trying to think what you were saying, but anyway, come on. <laughs> okay, full story, bro. You don't even have a finish. Oh, you talk to yourself not just in your head, but in person as well. I definitely do. Sometimes you walk in and I'll talk to myself in the shower and I'll get really like into the conversation when I'm in the shower. And sometimes you've walked past and you've been like, oh, did you say something to me? And I'm like, I uh, don't think so. I'm not sure. I was pretty into that conversation. Um, but anyways, if you've got an internal dialogue, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And yep. if you don't, then you're fucking weird because you should talk to yourself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely stops that build up and it, it helps, yep. I guess, loosen up the brain a little bit. 
um, so that I stop going round and round in circles, especially yeah. when you're away and I can't actually physically talk to you. Yeah, yeah. Or sometimes, or, or if the if the issue involves me and you don't want to talk to me about it. Sometimes, what I do is I'll send you all of my feelings in a text message, and then you'll finish work, and you'll be like, "Okay, so like, how are you feeling?" And I'm like, "I'm good. I got it out. I yep. said what I need yep. to say, um, and we're good." That's like, good. and I don't know. Yeah, you haven't really done it any other way. Like. Oh no, it's not something you really want to test. Like if just bottling it up does make it worse, but oh, it definitely uh, does. Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah, I think it is. It is good that you yeah you do. We do not recommend bottling it no, up. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> do not do it. Um. So yeah, you yeah do your workouts. You you like a nice tidy house. I like talk, structure. You talk to your friends. Yeah, I like um. I like to not overcram myself. Yeah. Um, so I like to have, you know, weeks when you're away where I don't have plans and I just get to take the kids out for a walk. Yep. Go for half an hour, go for two hours, depending on the kids, and just have such really nice low key days. Yeah. I find it's very good for my mental health. Yep. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, for me personally, I've found this, it's the stuff that, it seems like a nuisance at the time, but it, it makes things easier in the future. Like if, if I've got something to do like this podcast rather than procrastinating, editing it, I just punch it out of the way mm. and just get it done, get it all finished. And then so I can make time for other things that I enjoy doing. Mm. So that's one of the things that I'll be doing is just ticking jobs off the list before I do anything else. Kicking some boxes. Kicking some boxes, ticking some goals. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Get back into my workouts, and that's the same. That's the same thing as well. It seems like just a pain in the ass at the time. You know, a lot of people would feel this. Just getting getting out of bed or getting out of your house is the hardest thing to do. But once you're out there and or into the gym, or once it's finished, yeah, it's so worth it. Oh yeah, yeah, so worth it. Yeah. So that that's a big thing for me as well. Um, drinking some more water. I, I struggle with that during the day. Um, yeah, you're not great at it. Yeah. I got you a water bottle, which helped. <laughs> and I think our final thing is um, probably just trying to lay off the beers a bit and the wine. Um, why are you shaking your head? Uh-huh. <laughs> no, we're going to – so in July, we're going to give this dry July thing a crack. Um, I think we we love our, have a sneaky drink at home and watch a movie, just chill out. It's our way of winding down but and – we obviously know it's not the healthy, healthiest thing to do, um, but it's just something that helps us chill out. And just for one month, I think we can cut it out. And there's a couple of events that we'll have during the during the month, so we'll, we've agreed. Wait, does it count if you do dry July, but you already know going into it that you're dedicating two nights to drink? It does. We'll, we'll, um, we've committed that those times, those events that we do have locked in already, that will that will. Um, yeah, we'll have a we'll have a day pass, and we'll um, put in a cert- we'll donate a certain amount of money towards um, that cause. So for our day passes, yeah, no, <laughs> single. We'll say single for now. Yeah, so yeah, even though yeah, we are breaking the rules a bit there, we we'll still um, put towards a good cause, and yep. um, we're very social drinkers, and we don't get to do it all the time. So unfortunately. Um, you know, August might have been a better month for us, um, but we're going to do July um, and do it at the time that everyone else is doing it, but we're just going to slightly adjust it to suit our family and, you know, yeah, like I said, we don't get to go out all the time and yep. these, um, we've got two events, one for a very, very good friend of ours yeah. um, that we wouldn't even think about not celebrating no, properly with absolutely. him. Um I'm not saying that you have to drink to celebrate, but it's literally what his birthday is about. And yep. It's literally a wine tour, um, <laughs> which we're just not we're just not going to do it. Um, and we're, we're, no, we're we're not going to not drink. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, we're not going to get the kids sat for this event and not do it. Properly. Not to make the most of it. So yeah, we'll um, chuck a bit of money to cancer council. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, we'll chuck in a certain amount of money towards that. Decent amount because we want to actually make this whole not drinking thing 
hold some sort of value to us. So Yeah. Well, it's, it's holding multiple values for us. And, like, some people will just be like, oh, you know, um, why are you even doing it? But it, it means more to us than just the fact of not drinking. Yeah. Um, we're yep. doing it for a bit of mental health, a bit of the – to support – Physical health. Physical health to support the cause. Um, you know, all these causes have – good meaning they all have meaning and they all have value so you know i just don't don't frown upon someone doing these causes if you don't necessarily care that's fine if you don't if you don't care that's fine but we're doing it to yeah help both ourselves and other people in need so yeah um bring awareness we're doing it for awareness the same as the push-up challenge yeah and for me personally um anyone that knows me knows that I find it pretty hard to say no to a cold frothy. So mm-hmm. this is going to be a bit of a struggle for me. Uh, the guys at work know that a light breeze blows me straight towards beers. So, yeah, it's going to be a hard month. Uh, <laughs> I apologize to anyone in advance that I snap at. Or... It's going to be a real struggle. So. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, nah, but, yeah, um, we're going to be doing actually a few of these kind of um, fundraising things and awareness for um, some – great foundations so if you feel like you want to donate um please do so we'll chuck up links to whatever relevant foundation we're um, looking at helping but Um, also don't feel obliged but definitely don't feel obliged we're doing this to raise awareness um we're doing it to help ourselves our own health but yeah like we said also the main cause to help other people we just want to contribute to a few things um and and that's good for our own mental health, feeling like we're doing something. And yep. um, that's something that we want to do. So, yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think we might be done here. Yep. So. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could, I would have believed you if, if you said that a week and a half ago. So. Um, no, I think no, we So, yeah, we're both doing okay. Uh, we really hope you guys are as well. Um, if you're not, um, yeah, there's plenty of... Um, foundations or hotlines you can contact um we'll probably leave some of them in the description because i don't know phone numbers and all that off the top of my head um you shouldn't know phone numbers off the top of your head i know my i know my own uh 16 digit credit card oh my god God. if you get kidnapped (laughs) that's what's gonna happen yeah sure (laughs) but yeah if yeah if you're struggling by all means um yeah talk to someone you trust friends family whoever that may be and yeah there are hotlines out there that you can contact if uh your emergency is or your situation is um an emergency but yeah that's all for us at the moment we're actually going to try to spend some quality time together and get back to normal so thanks for listening guys hope it wasn't too Debbie Downer no hope it wasn't but Um, Yeah, we feel it's a discussion that needs to be had. And, yeah, definitely, if you notice yourself or one of your mates starting to go downhill, definitely have that chat and um, ask them if they're okay. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Catch ya. Bye.